Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, we have just 32 days until Uncommon Teen Live, and I am so excited. I am so excited about all the things that God is already doing through this conference and what he's going to be doing through you all. If you have not yet got your tickets, now is the time. Tomorrow, September 5th, 2023, is our last day for getting your tickets at the $59 price. After tomorrow, the tickets go up to $79, and I don't want you to have to pay that price. Ladies, I want you to get the best deal possible. Maybe you've been thinking, well, I want to go, but the finances aren't there. Ladies, we have a couple people who are willing to sponsor you and your moms to be a part of this event. So if that is you and finances have been a bit of a challenge for you, please reach out to me at jamie at uncommonteen.com and let me know. We'll talk it through. We'll see if we can get you those tickets. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I really want to sponsor somebody to go. I would love to talk to you as well. Go ahead and reach out to me through my email, jamie at uncommonteen.com and let me know that you are willing to sponsor these ladies. I'm telling you, God is going to be doing incredible things in and through this conference, and I cannot wait to see you all there. So go ahead and head on over to Uncommenting Live and grab your conference tickets today. All right, so this week is an Ask Me Anything episode, and I love these episodes because I get so many amazing questions from you all that I love answering your questions live and on air. Well, it's live for me, not necessarily live for you, but I love answering these questions for you all. So this week's Ask Me Anything episode is from two different teen girls. So the first question is from Celeste. Celeste says, I am a Christian teen and last year I was surrounded by people who did not share the same beliefs as I did. I felt like I was pressured to be somebody I wasn't, so I told them that I liked other girls to fit in. Now I know that was wrong and I've been trying to surround myself with more like-minded people. However, when I see my old friends... I feel pressured to still talk about the LGBTQ community and agree with it when I don't. So we're going to get to that question in just a minute. The other question that I have for you from Nicole says, Hi, Jamie. I'm in some kind of dilemma. So I recently moved continents and had to attend a new school. It's a lot different from my school at home. I really prayed for God to lead me to good friends so I won't be alone in the first day. And it did happen. I was welcomed by an amazing group of girls but they don't really have a relationship with God or seek to have one. It's been so hard trying to share my faith because of fear of rejection. Lately, my relationship with God has gone downhill, and I'm planning to spend more time getting closer to Him. I told God that I truly want Him to use me for His work, 
and that I'm ready to lay down those things I hold dear to me. So my new friends added me to their group chat, mainly talking about our holiday plans, but I've been having this feeling to leave it. I don't know if it's God telling me to, or if I'm just trying to pull back from them. I did leave, but they asked me why I left when I came to school, and since I had no answer, I just told them to add me back. What do you think I should do? They've been so nice to me the day I arrived, and I don't want them to feel like I don't want to be friends anymore. I asked God if it's him trying to tell me I should leave the group. I know this is more of a trivial issue, but I don't want anything to separate me from God. Thank you for your time. And by the way, I really love your podcast. I always look forward to Mondays. Well, I am so thankful that you listen to the Uncommon Team podcast. All glory goes to God. He is so, so good. And I'm just so thankful that you are a part of the Uncommon Team community. So... Celeste and Nicole both have a challenge with friend groups. Our friends are so important. And I want to address something real quick before I get into answering Celeste's question. Nicole said, I know this is trivial. Ladies, this is not a trivial question. If it's important to you, it's important to God. So I just wanted to say that real quick before we get into Celeste's question. So going back to her question, we're going to kind of break it down. She says, I'm a Christian, and last year I was surrounded by people who did not share the same beliefs as I did. Ladies, it is so hard, especially when we live in a world where most people don't even like Christians anymore. They don't want to have anything to do with us. And it's not easy having to walk that journey. I totally understand. However, the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you spend the most time with, you are going to end up being like. And so for both Celeste and Nicole, this is one thing that I highly, highly, highly encourage you. The people that you spend your most time with, make sure that they have the same beliefs that you do. Make sure that they are walking in the same direction that you're going, because if not, they will pull you away from God. They won't help you get closer to him. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be friendly with these people. I'm not saying that you can't talk to them. But what I'm saying is make sure that your closest friends are Christians. They love God. They're on this journey with you. Now, you may be thinking, well, what if I don't have friends? What if I don't know anybody else like that? Get involved in a church that has a really good youth ministry. That's a great way to start. And even though they don't go to school with you, you can still have those friends. I think of my son, and he has a best friend. There's actually a group of three of those guys. Two of them are homeschooled, and then the one goes to a public school. The public school that he goes to, he doesn't know any other Christians, not even the teachers. They are all actually very anti-Christian. And so it's not been easy, but it's been good for him to have those other friends from youth ministry so that they can build each other up, so they can grow together, so they can pray together. So if you don't have any friends at school, try to find those friends in your youth ministry. Or at the very least, if you are not yet a part of the SOAR community, this community is a community of teen girls who love God and who are going after him with all their heart. They will be there for you, to support you, to cheer you on, to celebrate with you as you walk through different things. They want to see you grow in your walk with God. And so if you're not yet a part of the Sora community, I encourage you to do so. Head on over to the Uncommon Teen app. Head on over to UncommonTeen.com. Click on the tab that says, have you joined the community? All right, so Celeste says, I'm a Christian teen, and last year I was surrounded by people who did not share the same beliefs I did. I felt like I was being pressured to be someone I wasn't. Celeste felt the pressure of becoming someone that she wasn't, and so she made up a lie so that she could fit into this group. The problem with lying to your friends, well, there's a couple. 
when you lie about who you are, you have to keep up that lie. You have to keep lying and keep lying and keep lying and keep lying in order to get people to believe you. So she was saying she felt pressure to be somebody she wasn't. And so she began to lie. And that is the most miserable place that we can be as Christians is acting like something that we are not. And she said, I know it's wrong. And I've been trying to surround myself with more like-minded friends. However, when I see my old friends who I feel pressured to still talk to about these things, I don't feel so good afterwards. And it's so true. You don't feel good because that's not who you are. So I want to encourage you with this, Celeste. We can't change the past. All we can do is make the next right decision from here. We all want to fit in. None of us desire to be left out. None of us desire to be without friends. We want to connect with other people. However, when we do that at the expense of who it is that we are, it not only hurts us, but it actually hurts them. And it hurts our relationship with Jesus. It hurts us because that's not who we are. And now we're trying to live out something that we're not. And it hurts them because they don't see the Jesus in you. When we act more like the world than we do like God, they can't see the hope that we have on the inside of us. Now, the next thing that Celeste said was she said she lied to her friends about who she was so she could fit in. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18 says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Now, many times we hear this verse when it comes to like who we're dating or who we're going to marry, but this also is with our close friends. And it goes on to say, for what fellowship or relationship does righteousness have with lawlessness? That's What relationship does righteousness being with God have with the world? And what communion has light with darkness? Can light have a relationship with darkness? No, anytime light enters the darkness, the light always overpowers the darkness. They cannot be together at the same place at the same time. They cannot be together at the same place at the same time. And what accord has Christ with Belial? What does Jesus have to do with the devil? And what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, their Lord. We cannot both walk with God and walk with the world at the same time. It doesn't work because they are at odds with each other. And so this is where Celeste found herself. She's lying to her friends so that she can fit in. But now she's hurting her relationship with Jesus. And she goes on to say, I know I was wrong. And again, we all make mistakes. We all do things that we wish that we never did. We all do things that we wish we could take back. But the good news is, is that God forgives us. He is so good. We can say, God, I am so sorry. And so sorry. Please forgive me. And 1 John 1, 9 says that he not only forgives you, but he will cleanse you from the guilt that you're walking with. We ask him for forgiveness, and then we have to forgive ourselves for what we did. And we have to make the next right decision. And anytime that guilt tries to come back with it, say, no, I am forgiven. I'm moving on. I'm done. And now Celeste says that she's trying to surround herself with more Christ-like friends. And I love that you made this decision to say, you know what? I'm going to start surrounding myself with more people who are headed the same direction I am. Because that is so, so important. And I would even encourage you to be honest with those friends. If they're Christians, if they really want what's best for you, if they are people that you can trust, 
Ask them to pray for you. And then Celeste says, when I see my old friends, I still feel pressured to talk about the LGBTQ community and agree with it, which I don't. And then I feel bad. I encourage you, Celeste, when you see your friends, be nice to them. Encourage them, shine the light of Jesus to them, but don't spend a lot of time with them. They still have an influence on you that if you're not careful, they can just continue to pull you back in and pull you back in and pull you back in. Say hi to them if you see them in the hall. Ask them how they're doing, but don't move past a surface level conversation with them. If you find that you're starting to get those lengthy conversations and you know that it's not going to lead to a good place, just let them know that you got to go. Hey, I got to go, but it's so good seeing you. And then walk away. It is okay to do that. Right now, though, I just encourage you, continue to grow in your walk with God, continue to focus on your new friends and growing together with them. All right, now Nicole's question. So Nicole started out by saying she prayed for good friends at a new school and she felt like God really brought those friends to her. But the challenge comes when they don't have a relationship with God or even desire to have one. I am thankful that you met these friends. But I don't think these were exactly the friends that God meant for you to spend all your time with or a lot of your time with. These might be people that you are shining the light of Jesus to. You say they don't really have a relationship with God or even seek to have one. I encourage you, share Jesus with them anyway. And I say that because I was that girl. I grew up in the Bible Belt. And so we knew all about Jesus. We knew about God. And if you would have asked me, I would have told you I was a Christian. Because I didn't know any better. (laughs) That's what we were. Everybody was a Christian. However, I was not a Christian. I did not know Jesus. And so I was looking for love in all of the wrong places. And it did not get me anywhere good. My friendships were all surface level. Nobody really knew me. And the funny thing is, is my friends were Christians. But not one of them actually talked to me about God. We never talked about growing in our walk with God. When they talked about going to church, it was all about fun, but I never once heard them really talk about God. And it wasn't until I was in 12th grade that I went to church with a friend of mine and I heard the gospel for the first time. And that was the first time that I was like, wow, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. Because I grew up with the thought that everybody who was supposed to love me didn't love me. And so I just encourage you, don't be afraid to share Jesus with them. Don't be afraid to be you because I can't even tell you how much heartache, how much pain it would have saved me if I personally knew Jesus years before. And I get it. Going to a new school is hard. Going to a new school in a new continent is probably even harder. We don't want to be alone. But just like with Celeste, these friends have an influence over your life. And I would encourage you to try to find a new group of friends that do share your beliefs. And while you're waiting for those friends, keep thanking God that he's bringing them to you. God, I thank you that you are bringing me friends. I'm not seeing it today, but I thank you, Lord, that those friends are coming, that you have those friends for me. In Jesus' name, I thank you that they are strong Christians. They love you, Lord. They live their life for you. And then just continue to thank him until you see it. And it may be this week. It may be next week. It may be six months from now. It may be a year from now. But continue to grow in your walk with God and continue to thank him because he is preparing those friends for you as well. And then I want to encourage you, instead of going out and trying to find friends, are they a friend? Are they a friend? Are they a friend? I encourage you to go out and be a friend to others. When we go out looking for friends, we don't find friends anywhere. But when we go out looking to be a friend to other people, we find friends everywhere. 
So who is off by themselves? Who can you encourage right now? Can you practice being a good friend to other people while you're waiting? Maybe you go to a youth ministry and there are some teenagers that are sitting off by themselves. Go and encourage them. Go talk to them. Go say hi to them. Get to know them a little bit. Now, I'm not saying that everybody you meet, you have to be best friends with, but you're encouraging them. You're shining the light of Jesus to them while you're waiting for God to bring you those friends. And then Nicole goes on to say she finds it hard to share her faith because of the fear of rejection. The fear of rejection is a very real fear. However, if you feel God tugging at your heart to share Jesus with them, do it. Just like I said, I wish my friends would have done that for me. And if they reject you because you're sharing the love of Jesus, know that they're not actually rejecting you. They're rejecting God. And when we look at it like that, I don't know about you, but it kind of hurts my heart. I'm like, I so badly want them to have a relationship with God. They just don't understand how much they are loved by God. And then Nicole goes on to say, lately, my relationship with God has gone downhill. Ladies, we can't live a positive life and have negative friends. We can't live for Jesus and have friends who are not living for Jesus. It doesn't work. And then Nicole says, I want to be closer to God. As I shared earlier from 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18, and actually it's not really even 18. It's like verse 16. So 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 16. As I shared earlier, it says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers because light doesn't have anything to do with darkness. God doesn't have anything to do with the devil. And so if we want to be closer to God, we've got to surround ourselves with people who are on that same road, or we might have to take some time away and just seek God ourselves. And then she talks about a chat group that she is in with her friends. And she says, my friends added me to their chat group. And this chat group doesn't sound like it's anything bad. Again, like I shared with Celeste, don't write these friends off. Don't be mean to them. It seems to me like you've already felt that nudge on the inside, like, yeah, I probably should leave this group. And then And then Nicole ends with saying that she just wants to be closer to God. I love that that is your heart. It's just you don't want anything separating you and God. And when we surround ourselves with friends who don't know Jesus, that's what happens. It gets in between us and our relationship with God. Don't be mean. Don't write them off. Don't ignore them. Love on them. Don't be afraid to shine the light of Jesus. Don't be afraid to ask, hey, is there anything I can pray with you about? But know that it's okay to go through a season where you're in the way of waiting for friends that God has specifically for you. You can go through a season where maybe you don't have any friends. And I know that season is so painful and it's so hard, but I'm telling you, it's so worth it. If you take that time to grow closer in your walk with God, to really grow in that relationship, that friendship with God, it will change things. And again, like I said to Celeste, if you don't have those people that are around you that you can really grow together with, That is what the SOAR coaching community is all about, and we would love to have you join us. Head on over to the Uncommon Teen app or UncommonTeen.com and click on that tab that says, have you joined the community? I would love to chat with you. I would love for you to be a part of this community. I'm telling you, these girls are amazing. I hope that this episode helped you this week. Repeat after me, and I want you to really mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. 
All right, ladies, don't forget to grab your tickets for Uncommon Teen Live. We have just 32 days. We are getting so close to this conference, and it is going to be life-changing. Come on out and join us. Over the next couple weeks, I am going to be interviewing the guest speakers that are a part of Uncommon Teen Live so you can get to know them a little bit better. I just, I can't wait. It is so, so incredible. So head on over to UncommonTeenLive.com and grab your tickets today. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.